Blog Talk Radio. Hi, I'm Elaine Marie, and I am on a summer break, so please enjoy this encore presentation of my 2014 interview with color mage Bernard Charles. So that you don't miss any colorful event this summer, I have included calendar listings for July 2015 at the end of this interview. Blessings and welcome to the color calendar. I am Elaine Marie and I will be your guide as we look through life's kaleidoscope to find the most colorful people and colorful events in the world. My guest today is Bernard Charles, a registered metaphysician from Pennsylvania who uses his intuitive abilities to manifest and unleash the potential in every person he meets. In addition to being a meditation coach, crystal healer, and intuitive card and tea reader, Bernard is the author of The Intuitive Playbook for Empathy, Intentions, and Gratitude, a 365-day color journal. He is also the host of the Color Reader Club forecasting videos on YouTube. Welcome, Bernard. I am so excited to have you as my guest today because you have this exuberant energy and this enthusiasm, and it's so obvious that you like to have fun, and I like to have fun too, so I'm really thrilled that you are here. And from what I've seen of your videos, you are one of those unique individuals who is both colorful and naked at the same time. Now, I'm sure our listeners are intrigued by that statement, but Before we get into that, let's talk about your personal journey with color and the chakras. Do you remember when that began? It might have began when I was in my mother's womb, but I'm not sure because I don't remember. Um, But what I do remember um, specifically is in third grade. I had the homework assignment of coloring this recycling environmental sheet and my assignment was to color it. So I went home and I pulled out the box of crayons because I always colored. That was my number one child activity was to color. And so with the sheet, I was supposed to color in the lines, of course, and all that. But I decided that, oh, everyone's going to color that sheet um, the same way, like the grass is going to be green, the trees are going to be brown and green, this person is going to be the same skin color as me. So in order to be a rebel, I just colored the whole thing purple. I just was so fascinated by this color purple and had no idea why. So I went to school and I gave it to my teacher and I got scolded because I did not do the coloring like everyone else. So I went back home and I told my mom and she nurtured me and she said, you don't have to worry about it. It's just a coloring sheet. But from that point on, I've been sort of mindful of color. Like, I'm a guy. 
I'm a boy. What color am I supposed to do? Am I not supposed to like purple anymore? Am I not supposed to enjoy pink? So I've always been a little leery on um, my gender and how do I relate that to color energy. But then time goes by as it does, and I've experienced lots of turbulent times with my family and school life, and then it brought me to go to a boarding school And there, my first job was being an assistant with an interior designer. And my task was to create floral arrangements based on the different themes that we would be putting these awesome, sexy arrangements in. So there were different themes like nautical and there was this native, like tribal theme too. And when we got into the barn um, where all these Flowers were loads of color, just loads of color. I was a kid in a candy store. The candy stores are colorful too. So I just began to let my eyes take in all those awesome colors of different roses and tulips and carnations. Ivy was my favorite. And I would create the arrangement based on the shape, based on the movement that the flowers created and the color was very important and my boss her favorite color was teal everything everything about teal really fascinated her and she was sort of my go-to person when it came to spirituality because originally with my mom we would always talk about dream interpretation and um, intuition but I didn't know what intuition was until college but in high school, I had my had my interior designer boss, and we were just throwing flowers at each other and sprinkling each other with gold and silver glitter, and it was it was a blessing. And I'm so grateful that I connected with her, and she really opened my awareness to not only um, designing from a spatial agreement, um, which I've always done. I always rearranged my room according to how I felt or the seasons were very important because it just felt stuck or stale or boring. I, I'm, just, I'm like you said, I make it, so I want the full raw impact of energy. So from there, I sort of just always been mindful of my spirituality. Color took sort of backseat, um, but the one notorious thing I'm famous for, and I wear it all the time, is my orange scarf. During inboarding for I really found myself, I really understood that I need to accept my sexuality. I really need to own it. And I was part of a museum group, and we would visit museums every so often, and we went to a museum in Philadelphia, and in the gift shop, they had an orange scarf and a matching orange glasses, and I rocked now. Um, the orange energy is so intensely vibrant. It's my favorite color. My favorite color, you can't tell me otherwise. It's the best sexy color in the world. And like they say, <laughs> orange is the new black, I guess. Orange is beautiful. And to wrap the orange energy around my throat, which later on I discovered you have a throat chakra. And the throat chakra is all about self-expression and communication and to add physical vitality and um, creativity 
around your throat was so, it's so sexy. I don't know if you can feel it when I'm talking about it, but oh baby, <laughs> I'm just so excited. <laughs> well, if I'm feeling sexy, I really shouldn't admit it. <laughs> <laughs> I find this really interesting though, because orange is the complementary color to blue. And blue is the color of communication and the throat chakra. And the fact that you have the orange around your neck. Orange is also the color of joy and creativity and sexuality. So it sounds like you were verbalizing to the world, I'm okay with all of that. Yes. And I want you to be okay with it, too. I just find this very fascinating. I live it. I didn't read a book. I didn't. I just lived it, and follow, I followed my my instinct or intuition, and um, that's how my whole life has sort of been. I mean, I came from people who bullied and harassed me and punched me in the face to accepting that I am unique. I believe we all are unique, and I think it was just sort of that coming out point where I needed to see it for my, I needed to flaunt it, I needed to express it, I needed to let it out. And so wearing the orange scarf was a physical like expression of my oneness with my sexuality and my creativity. If you do not believe in the power of color, I'm challenging you to specifically consciously create your world based on color, like really sit down or stand up or dance or laugh around the colors and start to really, I challenge you. I'm a big challenger. I'm a warrior. <laughs> um, so we get the color challenge. I just want people to know. I just want people to know the, the impact of color and to play with it. Mm-hmm. For those who are not familiar with color card readings, would you walk us through that process? Yes. If you are familiar with tarot readings, it's sort of the same thing with what I do. Um, if I'm sitting down with a person one-on-one, then I show them the cards. Most of the time, my clients are completely new to card readings um, because there's a stigma against psychics where we raise the dead or we're evil or we worship Satan, and that's not me because I hate the evil. I love the light. I do. I'm loving. So I just, I sort of fan out the cards, let them know that the darkest card in there is black. And the second not-so-happy card would probably be gray. But it all depends on how they lay in the specific spread. And there's different spreads that I do. And specifically, people come to me for, for different things. I mean, I guess they go to other psychics for different things, too. What I do is I forecast energy. That's what I do. I, I'm not telling you you are going to marry the person A over person B. I'm actually letting you know the energy that's going to be influencing that sort of situation. So I do how we're feeling. Because primarily what my readings do, I, every day I pull a color of the day for myself with the cards and maybe I'm shuffling, and one card flies out of the deck. So I know that's the card that's meant for me, and the universe wanted me to see it. Or nothing happens, so I'm like, okay, you're being a little stubborn today, deck. Let's, let's do something different. So I, I just 
cut the deck and flip over the, the card, that the energy is what's going to be, it's, it's sort of like a horoscope. It's a color horoscope for your day. It's not telling you or giving you specific answers, um, but when you do an in-depth reading, like, say, the Celtic cross-bread reading, which each position of a card represents the past, the future, maybe what you're thinking, your hope, um, and then an outcome. Well, with a specific deck, it, it's not giving you answers you're looking for. It's giving you the energy you need or the energy you're looking for, which blows people out of the water because they don't realize how powerful color is. And it's different because based on what I'm thinking, what I'm feeling, I get goosebumps a lot during my readings, and that's an inclination that we've connected, me and the client, very strong indicator of that. And so I just sort of say what comes to my brain. It's all in my head. Mm -hmm. And then I just express it through through my smell. And then, of course, I, I'm I'm paying attention to Oshun on my right side and Camuel on the left side, and just to see if they're giving me any nudges with anything, or if I'm on the roll of getting get, getting a person because we all want answers, and and I know that's probably not it's not satisfying to say oh, I'm not giving you all the answers, but I'm I'm enabling you to use color. I'm giving you homework assignment to use these colors to change your life and to transform your life and to empower your life um, because there's different colors that you need to use more. And so I'm able to see what colors you're lacking or what colors you're using too much of and what colors sort of I'm trying to give you a balance because you already know the answers inside of you. And I'm a big, strong believer of law of attraction. So if it's for the highest good and for your highest good and you absolutely want it, no matter what it is, using color is a great way to manifest that and to bring that because you already know the true answer to your question. I'm just there to Mm -hmm. give you the guidance and the tools to sort of stimulate what you need in that moment. You've said that color is the easiest and super friendly way of reclaiming your natural power. How does it do that? I believe we all have different superpowers, and I think we're superheroes, and we're all working on the same team. And we all can't be wearing the same colors. I mean, people would confuse us. There's Spider-Man wearing Superman's outfit. No. So there's different colors that we enjoy. You do have a favorite color. Regardless if you think you do or not, you have your body physically reacts to different colors in different ways. And depending on how you react to it, those are sort of your your powers. And I'm trying my hardest to unleash those powers and help strengthen them um, so that we can fight the bad guys. And the bad guys is negativity. If you want to be a pink Power Ranger, you can be a pink Power Ranger. Or if you want to be a blue one, you can be a blue one. And, and I work with you. i telling you about the chakras and having sort of a structure for you to go off and is great, but I know that you will come up with your own solution to your problem. You know, you've also said that there is an epidemic in the world, and it's the fear of color, which I find very interesting. How can people be afraid of color? I mean, I can understand how they might dislike a color, 
but how can they actually be afraid of color? Most of the um, mainstream fearness of color is societal oriented, so it's been socially mm-hmm. stimulated for you. So black, black is evil, and there's a black cat walking across your path, and green is lucky, and maybe you're afraid of luck, or maybe you're afraid of losing luck, or maybe you're afraid of being unlucky. So we, we have different influences, different situations associated with color um, that makes us scared. Um, but also think about, think about consumerism, too, with corporations. They all have logos. They all have colorful logos, or they should, um, or we like them. Um, so psychologically, we've been influenced by colors. But also what I'm beginning to notice throughout my color reading is that most of the issues and fears associated with color deals with past lives. So a lot of my hmm. clients have past life issues and it's associated with colors because that's the only thing that your body recognizes from the trauma that your past life experienced. Um, specifically, it's trauma. That's usually the most prominent aspect of past lives and color and why we're scared. And then that makes sense. I've always specifically been afraid of red and orange. Come to find out fire is red and orange. Um, and I had an earlier childhood experience. Um, my sister burned her feet um, because she fell into a fire and I was there right next to her and I did not have the strength enough to pull her out of the fire. And so that influenced me with, oh, I'm scared of fire. Um, mm-hmm. But also I recognized the working with color and doing some past life meditation, trying to picture the color. I've been guided and directed to Pompeii. So one of my past lives, I used to be a citizen of Pompeii and I didn't even know it until I worked with color. And it's so, it's so profound because Fourth um, of July used to scare me also on um, the loud bangs and the dazzling fireworks displays. But in turn, all that came through my meditation to solidify my understanding that I used to be a citizen of Pompeii and that trauma has come into this life um, through the fear of red and orange. I mentioned earlier that I see you as both colorful and naked. And what I mean by that, Bernard, is you appear to be so open and so transparent. And um, you, you put so much of yourself out there into the world. In fact, I think you actually embody your own expression, which I absolutely love. And what you say is, you're a colorgasm waiting to happen. <laughs> I just <laughs> love that. Anyway... So whether it's your blog or your videos, I don't think there's anything you won't discuss, including getting naked for real. And even then, I think you would find a way to give a color lesson or two. A good example of that is when you produced a video with your father on National Coming Out Day. Do you remember that? Yeah. You were so courageous. You were so inspiring. And even though you were sharing an extremely personal and emotional experience. You were ever the color teacher. You, you you sat there and you shared the three colors which you felt would support others during their own coming out process. So I'm wondering, how did you feel after you posted that video? 
Ooh, you're bringing up emotions now. <laughs> I felt liberated. I felt that I was finally heard. And it, it just felt freeing to be able to not, uh, no longer be scared of my true essence. It's sort of, I didn't know the impact that I was going to have with that video, but I knew I had to do it. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. I'm a warrior, so I have to go and be a go-getter, um, but I, secretly I'm an introvert. But I just felt, I felt at peace. I didn't, I didn't have to run anymore. I didn't have to hide anymore from my father with my sexuality. Um, he, till this day, he is awesome when Pennsylvania passed gay marriage. Oof. He was there to support me. He was there um, to ask me when he was going to get married. It was, it was pretty um, enjoyable and just so beautiful to be able to uh, be so blessed with all the connections that I make. And I'm so transparent and it's so scary each and every time. Doing this interview scares me because I have to, I have to be transparent. I have to be vulnerable. And I've, I've always had this fear of vulnerability and intimacy and working with the colors, working with sort of a abstract um, element has enabled me to speak clearly, speak confidently, and, and sort of be courageous for other people and to inspire. Um, I originally wanted to be a television talk show host. <laughs> But my main thing about that was I wanted to teach people. I understood um, why Ellen DeGeneres is doing what she's doing because she, in essence, is inspiring other gay people and she's teaching other people just to have fun, just to dance. And I wanted to do that. I wanted to be someone um, for that. So when I made that video, I knew I had to, I had to make it on the spur. I, there was no editing. I had to just do it. Um, I was scared. Um, but I have these colors with me to support me, and I wanted to share those colors with other people that might be struggling with coming out because I know how deathly afraid the situation can be because that's your life. You're truly breaking open your chest. You're taking out your heart, and you're, you are, <laughs> your heart is like Simba, and you're saying, this is who I am, and this is who I want to be, and this is who I have to be. And to do that is so, it is emotional and it's so, and I just want, I just want to help people and I, I truly wear my heart in my sleeve and to be able to be there for someone and it, it's mind blowing because I'm so young and there's older gay men out there. There's older uh, gay women out there that haven't came out because they've been so locked society and so constrained and manipulated and I want to be that person that unleashes them. So no, age is not a factor with what I do and why I'm here or why we're all here. It's the energy and the energy is ageless and timeless. Wow. Well, you know, 
we only have like a moment left, a few moments <laughs> left. But I want to thank you for joining us on the color calendar, Bernard. It's, you're, you're a pure delight. And dare I say, uh, what I think is your favorite word, you're sexy. And, <laughs> and, uh, and color is sexy. And thank you for bringing that sexiness to this show and, and, and now to the world. But before you go, one of my favorite quotes is attributed to the now the late Maya Angelou, who was one of my favorite authors. And she said something about being a rainbow in someone's cloud. Well, it sounds like you already are. But do you have any color tips for listeners who want to feel more joy in their lives? Peach. It's not as vibrant or obnoxious as orange, but it's still a hue of orange. If you work with um, pastel colors at first, that will soften up your exposure. Because I understand we're all, we're all at different stages of being an introvert, being an extrovert. I associate extroversion with, like, vibrancy and obnoxious colors, just really in your face. But then there are those that are timid and shy and really just nurturing, and pastels work best for them. So if you are listening and you do identify as a shy person or someone who's introvert, to work with pastel colors that would be my tip and don't be afraid don't be afraid of any color because no matter the color you you ultimately have a purpose for that color there's a message behind it and there's so many colors out in the world it's so much beauty to be had and I think it's beautiful what Maya Angelou said about being a rainbow in someone's cloud so if you wanted to start off with using more color, I would say start off with the rainbow. The rainbow is culmination of all the colors. It's a great energy balancing tool or symbol or toy. And it's, the rainbow energy is associated with all the chakra centers. So I think it'll be a good, good foundation to work with rainbow energy of any kind. what's happening on the color calendar for July 2015. An eight-week Auras and Chakras course begins on Wednesday, July 1st at Subtle Bodies in Carleton, England. From Friday, July 3rd through Wednesday, July 8th, Dominic Yeo leads an Arizona Level 3 course in Seoul, South Korea. A chakra workshop will be held on Saturday, July 4th in Mumbai, India. Louise Gale will be offering a chakra color art journal workshop on Monday, July 6th online. Neely Good leads a color healing workshop on Friday, July 10th in Highbridge, England. Janice Hill leads an Arasoma color practitioner course on Saturday, July 11th in Palmerston North, New Zealand. An Angel Healing Color Workshop will be held at the Spiral Circle Bookstore on Sunday, July 12th and Sunday, July 26th in Orlando, Florida. 
On Monday, July 13th and Monday, July 27th, a color therapy certification class will be presented by Northeast Holistic Center in Belleville, New Jersey. A multi-sensory chakra balancing workshop will be held at Marrakesh Express on Wednesday, July 15th in San Diego, California. Vicki Ingham hosts Arasoma Night on Wednesday, July 15th in Cairns, Australia. Valerie Logan Clark will be presenting a Color Therapy Level 1 workshop on Saturday, July 18th in Bognor Regis, England. Also on Saturday, July 18th is a Groovin Chakras workshop led by Caitlin Green in Cambridge, Massachusetts. On Saturday, July 25th, Spectrophiles presents a personal color analysis training workshop in Columbus, Ohio. Your Heart on Art presents an introductory Expressing Your Feelings Through Color workshop on Sunday, July 26th in Nashville, Tennessee. And on Wednesday, July 29th, Nancy Jean Morales hosts a Chakra One Finding Your Ground workshop at White Space Yoga in Milton Keynes, England. And that's what's happening on the color calendar for July. If you would like to contact the organizers of the events mentioned on the show today, or if you have a colorful event that you would like to submit for the color calendar, please email your request to AuraHouse at Yahoo.com. Many thanks and many blessings to Bernard Charles for joining us today. To learn more about his work, please visit thecolorreader.com. If you'd like to know more about me, Elaine Marie, please visit my Aura House School of Color and Light website at colortherapyschool.com. Join the Aura House mailing list and receive a free gift, my Rainbow Wishes Teleseminar MP3 to learn how to use color for manifesting. I'll be back next month with another colorful guest. Until then, no matter how you feel or where on the planet you live, don't forget to stop and enjoy the pretty colors.